You're listening to Healing Through Tarot. I'm your host, Dr. Heather Hardison. Together, we're going to explore divination and help you start your own journey with tarot. I'll discuss my tarot journey and offer ways to use tarot for healing, self-development, and personal growth. So let's get started. Hi, listeners. Welcome to Episode 15 of Healing Through Tarot. I'm your host, Dr. Heather Hardison. First, let me say, Happy New Year and welcome to 2021. That feels good, doesn't it? I'm sure everyone is happy to welcome in a brand new year after the year we've all just experienced in 2020. Hopefully this year will bring us brand new, exciting energy, especially with Saturn and Jupiter leaving Capricorn and finally entering Aquarius. I am a Capricorn sun with a Capricorn stellium, and I tell you, I am so ready for Saturn and Jupiter to go ahead and move into Aquarius, even though that's my ascendant sign. I just want to break from Saturn and Capricorn. It has been on the exact degree of my sun over the past few months of 2020, and it has been a very tough transit. I only wish Pluto was moving on with them. I'm sure other Capricorns agree with this, but this has been one tough transit and I can't wait for the new year. I do feel much more optimistic about 2021. I love Aquarian energy. I think Aquarius has a lot of innovative, uplifting, and future-forward energy for us. No more being stuck in the past. I feel that we are finally ready to lurch forward into new progressive energy, and that feels good. Since it is the new year, I wanted to dedicate a whole episode on goal-setting with the tarot, and I have created a New Year's resolution tarot spread for you that I will be sharing in part two of this episode. Hopefully, this will be a helpful episode for mapping out this next year for you. I love using the tarot for goal setting, especially at the start of the new year. My birthday is mid-January, so I love setting my annual goals on New Year's Day to go along with my New Year's resolutions. It all lines up for me at the same time of year. By this time of the year, I already have my year ahead spread pulled for the next 12 months, so I use that year ahead spread to help narrow down any themes, life lessons, and cycles that I might be encountering or experiencing over the whole year. Then I look back at my personal tarot card for the upcoming year to see what life lessons I will have to work on mastering over the next year. I covered year ahead spreads and calculating your personal tarot year cards in the last podcast episode, which was episode 14. So go back and listen to that episode to get caught up if you missed that particular episode. These tools help me map out the next year in my life. When reviewing the past year and setting new goals for the upcoming year, I have certain goals that start to percolate up to the surface that I want to work on. These are usually related to health or mental health, career, finances, relationships, spirituality, and creative projects. I love to divide the tarot deck up into three piles to help me with narrowing down specific goals to work on. When using this divided deck approach, I will make one pile of cards that includes all 22 major arcana cards. The major arcana cards cover a variety of major life milestones, experiences, life lessons, and cycles we go through on the fool's journey through the tarot. Many of these cards help us with our transformation and path alignment along the way. The major arcana cards include significant cards like death, the devil, 
the Magician, the Hierophant, and the Moon, Sun, and Star cards, just to name a few. The next pile of cards consists of the 40 Minor Arcana, but these do not include the Court cards because that will be in Pile 3. So the 40 Minors in Pile 2 include each of the four elements from the Ace card through the Tens. These Minor Arcana cards cover everyday tasks and experiences and include Aces for beginnings, new energy, and new opportunities, Twos for balance, Fives representing conflict and change, and tends to signify endings of cycles. The last pile of cards includes the 16 court cards. There are four court cards per suit. The four suits are, of course, the cups, swords, wands, and pentacles. So you will have pages, knights, queens, and kings for each suit. These court cards represent people in your life, relationships, or personality characteristics, traits, and roles for yourself. I know for myself that I have several court cards that represent me in the various roles that I enact in my life. In some areas, I am the king and queen. In other areas, I'm a page or a knight. Each court card has a different personality flavor and energy. I keep one of my tarot decks divided into these categories to make it quick and easy to use in this manner. This way, I don't have to keep dividing the deck up into these three categories. I dedicate the Prisma Vision Tarot for this approach. Let me walk you through how I use this method. To narrow down which goals I need to work on, I can ask a specific question about major life themes that I need to focus on and then shuffle the major arcana pile and pick one, two, or three cards to work with. For specific daily actions I need to take or to implement into my regular routine, I will pull cards from the minor arcana pile. This could tell me what actions to start taking daily to see improvement on my goals, including health, career, or relationships. To figure out which relationships need work, I pull from the pile of court cards. These cards represent the different people in my life. Or if I want to know which personality traits I need to work on for myself, I will also use the court card pile to shuffle and then choose a card. Working with the cards in these smaller piles helps to gather specific guidance on the type of action I need to take instead of pulling cards from the full deck. For example, if I ask about major life themes and use the full 78 card tarot deck and then pull the two of wands, to me that message could be a little vague. To me, the advice of this two of wands might be saying that I need to work on assessing my options for future action and making plans for that foreseeable future before taking any action. But that didn't give me a specific direction to go in. But let's say that I narrowed this down by pulling a card from the major arcana pile that could give me a more specific answer to the question. Let's say I then pulled the hangman card. Here I would see this guidance saying to take this moment to assess all my options, but to look from a new perspective in order to see things in my environment differently. The card could be pointing out that I could be missing something or going about something in the wrong way and need to adjust my angle before I can see the right way forward. And until I see this new angle, I might stay suspended and unable to move forward with my plans. I also would read this as the hangman pointing me specifically to the area of spirituality and enlightenment, which helps narrow down my focus as well. That's just one example. Let's use a different scenario. 
Let's say I want to know the specific actions I need to take daily to be successful on my new diet goal. So I'm looking for advice to implement into my daily routine. If I pull from the major arcana pile and pull the justice card, I could see this saying that I have a decision to make and that I need to seek balance and make good, healthy decisions and judgments. But this isn't very specific in regards to the actions I need to take to be successful with my weight loss goal. However, if I pull from the minor arcana pile, which represents our daily lives, I might pull a card like the Seven of Cups. Instantly, I know that the advice here is to focus on my vices that are tripping me up and sabotaging me on my diet. The Seven of Cups can be about temptations of food, alcohol, sex, greed, and gluttony. It can be about overindulgence in unhealthy behaviors that feel good in the moment but are not healthy for long-term health. So now I see the advice is to make better choices in my daily life and to turn away from those tempting vices of alcohol, sugar, carbs, empty calories, or anything that's your area of weakness. We all have cravings for different things that we know are not healthy for us. To me, this card helps to give me clearer advice than the justice card did, even though they were similar in addressing making good choices. So these examples are to show how this split deck approach could be useful in different ways. Pick the way that works best for you. If you work best with the full tarot deck at all times, then go with what feels right to you. I don't always work in this way, but when goal setting, I find it particularly helpful because I'm looking for specificity in those moments. Here are a few three card spread options you can use when you divide up your tarot deck into these three piles. Archetype to work with. Pulling from the majors. Personality to embody. Pulling from the court cards. And daily action to take. Pulling from the minor arcana. Or you could try this one. Lesson to learn. Pulling from the majors. Personality to embody. Court card. And action to take. Pulling from the minor arcana. Then we have personality fault to work on. Pulling from the court cards. Archetype to embody, pulling from the majors, and behavior to stop, pulling from the minors. And I'll leave you with one more. Cycle to stop, pulling from the majors. Behavior keeping that cycle in place, pulling from the minors. And what personality to embody to break through, court card. I made a graphic of these three spreads to use in this divided deck method, and I put them up on Instagram and Pinterest if you want to try them out. The graphic is also included in the blog that complements this episode. Experiment and come up with your own three questions to ask for these three tarot categories. I have found that working with tarot in new ways opens up so many possibilities for me and it expands my perspective on the tarot system. In the second part of this podcast, I will share with you the New Year's Resolution tarot spread that I created for this episode and I will offer a few more tips on goal setting with the tarot. Are you enjoying this podcast and companion blog? If so, now you can gift me a coffee or two on buymeacoffee.com to keep me fueled as I pull all-nighters writing scripts and recording episodes. I've placed a link in the show notes and on the blog for easy access. Help me keep this content flowing by sparking my inspiration. If you would like to support this podcast monthly, please consider signing up for a small pledge 
to help me be able to continue to produce these quality episodes every two weeks. There's a listener support link at the bottom of the show notes for each episode. You can also find that link on the Anchor site for my podcast, and it's also provided in my companion blogs for each podcast episode on my website, healingthroughterra.com. Any pledge is appreciated. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In the second part of this episode, I want to share a few more ways I use tarot in goal setting, and then I will share my custom New Year's resolution tarot spread. When goal setting, there are a couple of different options to choose from. You can ask the cards which goals need to be prioritized at that time, and let the cards paint the picture for you. This is helpful when you're starting from scratch and don't have any direction yet. I also flip through my decks to see which cards jump out at me at that moment. I often get inspired by the images on my decks, so I set many goals by pulling cards I'm drawn to at that time and building a goal list around those cards. In this way, I'm using the cards as a springboard to launch ideas. If I have a specific goal in mind, I will choose my favorite tarot decks at the moment and pull out the cards that best represent the goal. I then will use those images while I am intention setting or I will display them in my environment. These cards act as a reminder of my goal, and I work off the energy from those particular cards. I meditate on those images throughout the day, and even use them as inspiration to write or journal about my goals. For my goals, I even break them down into three areas that can be represented by the three piles we discussed earlier today. I will choose a card to represent the goal I have in mind. I will choose a card then to symbolize the energy that I need to embody to bring that goal about. And for the last card, I choose a card that represents the action I need to take to bring that goal into fruition. Let me walk you through an example to show you what I mean. If I set a goal that I want to master a skill or hone my craft, I might choose the King of Pentacles from the court cards to represent the goal of mastering a craft. I'm drawn to the King of Pentacles for this because he's a self-made man and a master of his domain. He's a hard worker and often represents Capricorn energy, which I associate with the hardest workers in the Zodiac. They're often perfectionist, extremely ambitious, diligent, and accomplished, and that's just the energy I'm looking to match this goal. I might then choose the Magician from the Major Arcana Pile as the energy I need to embody that will bring that goal about. I would choose the magician because he represents the creator energy, and he has access to all of the resources in existence, including all of the four elements. And I might choose either the eight of pentacles or the three of pentacles from the minors to represent the action to take to bring the goal into fruition. The eight of pentacles is the apprentice, hard at work learning a new skill and honing that skill over time, day in and day out. The Three of Pentacles represents the artisan perfecting his craft as others admire his work. All of these methods of goal setting that I just mentioned 
use the energy and intention behind these tarot images to help enhance the energy that I'm directing towards my goal. This helps raise my energy vibration and gives me more momentum when striving to achieve the goal that I set for that particular week, month, or year. Now I'm going to share with you the eight-card New Year's Resolution Tarot spread that I created to go along with this episode. I created this spread with the Divided Tarot deck approach in mind that I've been covering in this episode. So if you would like to give that method a try, I'm going to tell you which piles to pull from for each of the prompts. We will be looking at goals and themes for the upcoming year. So if you would like to go ahead and divide up your deck, remember to pull out the 22 major arcana cards into pile 1, the 40 minor arcana cards ranging from the aces to tens in pile 2, and the 14 court cards in pile 3. If you want to use your full tarot deck for this spread, feel free and just ignore the piles I'm referring to. You could even use an oracle deck for this New Year's spread as well. Now I'm going to go over each card position in this New Year's resolution tarot spread. For the first two card positions, pull from the major arcana pile. Card 1. What area of my life needs more attention this year? Card 2. What major theme or energy will be prominent this year? For the next four card positions, which will be 3, 4, 5, and 6, shuffle and pull from the minor arcana pile. Card 3. What area of my life needs decluttering? Card 4. What skill needs honing? Card 5. Where do I need to simplify or pull back? Card 6. What do I need to tune out or disconnect from? And for the last two card positions of the spread, you'll want to shuffle and pull from the court card pile. Card 7. What personality trait needs improvement? And for the last card, card position 8. What personality trait or role needs exploring? If you want to throw this spread for yourself, you can find the New Year's spread on my blog on my website, HealingThroughTarot.com. And I have posted a graphic of this spread on my Healing Through Tarot accounts on both Pinterest and Instagram. I would love to see the photo of your New Year spread. Please tag me on Instagram at Healing Through Tarot and please use the hashtag Healing Through Tarot New Year spread. One of my New Year's resolutions is to grow this podcast. So I would like to ask you a favor. If you're enjoying this podcast, please leave a rating and a review. This helps others find me. Also, please let your friends know about the podcast if they're into tarot or if they're interested in learning more about tarot and how to start their own journey with tarot. Also, please follow me on Twitter at Healing Through Tarot. I'm fairly new on Twitter with this account, and I'm always looking for like-minded people to follow, and I always post when new podcast episodes drop. And you can always support me through Anchor by signing up for listener support with a small donation that helps support the making of this podcast. In the next episode, I will be covering the aces of the tarot and the opportunities they provide for us. So join me next time. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you found this information valuable, consider subscribing to the show so you never miss an episode. And please rate and review this podcast and tell fellow car readers about the show. 
You can find more tarot tips on my blog on HealingThroughTarot.com and on my Pinterest and Instagram page, both under Healing Through Tarot. That's through, spelled T-H-R-U. See you next time, card slingers.